millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You don't want no scrub. <sighs> scrub is a thing that'll get your apartment clean. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on Acast. I'm Jolie Care, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. Back in the studio with me today is my partner in grime, Dave Lozo, and thank God for that. Hey, Dave. I hope you got a taste of what it would be like without me. I did, and it was lonely, terrible. Sadness. It was all of those things. It was it was very lonely. It was a little bit sad. It was definitely awkward. It was it was right. it was just weird. It was weird to sit here and just talk to myself. You're like Mike Francesa on the radio. Where you I just, am. You're just talking to the microphone for 45 minutes and repeat yourself six times. Boom. You got you got a hit show. Exactly. So so here's the thing about it. Um, well, first of all, it I I was nervous about how it was going to come out. That's what she said. Oh, God. See, I'm back. She's already back. I'm, I'm so here. happy. I'm so happy. Ah. Um, I will say it did it did turn out fine. So I I listened to it back because I always listen back to all of the episodes. It's excruciating, but I do it. Um, and it actually, I will say it did turn out fine. I got an, a number of really, really nice emails from people being like, you did fine. It was great. Like, let's say, okay. Um, so, so that was good. Mm-hmm. But the experience of it was frankly, just not that much fun. It wasn't that much fun. And I, and I did repeat myself a couple of times. There were some points where I rambled, um, our, our, brilliant engineer and editor tim took out some of the rambles for me um (laughs) um, but the other thing that happened was that i think i was so nervous about filling 45 minutes without you to talk to or anyone to talk to that i i padded the episode too much um and it actually ended up running long i saw it was like it was like an hour and 48 minutes it was not an hour and 48 (laughs) minutes it was 55 minutes um which is fine i mean you know it's not it's not a radio program that's confined by by actual, you know, strict time constraints. Um, right. And at some point, if you want to take off, and I'll just come in here and handle it one week and just really... Yes, we should do that. Let the people... Um, I, oh, I did actually just book a vacation to LA. So maybe... When are you um, going? I'm going over President's Day weekend. I'm going to... When is I'm, that? February? I'll, I'm leaving... January? February 16th. And I... I come back on the 21st so i'm going for thursday through tuesday okay so uh, so la la franz right so so write in if uh, you haven't heard from me it means i don't want to see you because i've already contacted all the people no no no. i'm just kidding uh if you're in la and and you want to you want to have a hang give me a shout i'll be around and i'll just hold the fort down email questions it's going to be about valentine's day cleanup we do actually have no, no it will not be because mm. we already we you don't know this yet but we do have a <laughs> valentine's day themed episode and we have a special guest coming in 
and it's going it? to be amazing. Who is it's it? It's Maureen O'Connor. Oh, the the yes, the, the. yes. She was just on Erin Gloria Ryan's podcast last week where she was talking. But she wasn't as graphic as as the story that you've told. Probably or she not, told yeah. on your show, but yeah, yeah she's she's, yeah, she's all about she's great. She's all about the sex. Yeah, she is. So uh, so yeah, her. she's gonna she's gonna come back for a Valentine's Day episode and and we'll have lots of fun with that. Um, okay. So anyway, that's enough about the solo episode. The but the point is is that I survived, but I'm glad to have you back, Dave. I did miss you. Uh, happy New Year to you. Yes, to you too. Thank you. I share the sentiment. Uh, we also have a couple of little Happy New Years to say to our patrons before we get into the meat of the episode. Hey. Um, and we should also remind you that we offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to our premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash Person to check out all the packages we're offering and select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we would love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like us to consider making available. Uh, we should also note that when we hit $250 a month, Dave is going to yodel in celebration, and we are less than $100 away from that milestone. Now, in my defense, can I interpret that as eating a box of yodels during the show as opposed yes. to actually <laughs> yodeling? You can. Okay. You can, but you cannot do it in January because that's mean to Jolie to eat a whole box of yodels in front of me because I'm doing a whole 30, which when we do the oh, bonus episode today, oh, I'm like going a, to explain like a cleanse type what thing? that is and why I'm doing it. See, I was going to do that for January, but then I realized February is like a couple days shorter. Yeah, it, so, yeah, it sure know. is. It sure is. That that is that is very true. We'll talk about that in the bonus episode. Okay, but we have uh, we have some new patrons to thank. Uh, so we would like to say thank you to Caroline Delaney. Caroline Delaney. To Nancy. Just Nancy. Just Nancy. Nancy. Nancy Taylor from Groundhog Day. Good old Nance. Remember Nancy Taylor? Uh, And finally, finally, we have a male patron, uh, Matt Ropel. Or Ropel. Matt Ropel. Ropel. Is he one of yours? Uh, Doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Matt Ropel down a building like he's a a SWAT guy. Yes. Uh, And then we had last episode, I said that there was one more patron that we had to think, but that I was waiting for Dave to come back. Um, so that we could do a joint thank you together because we have a huge thank you for Amanda Kruger, who is sponsoring us Mm -hmm. at the $69 level. The nicest level. There you go. Thank you, Dave. I knew you were going to do that. It's a nice level. Um, So one of the the packages that we offer is called the Dave Special. Uh, And for for $69. So I'll take my pants off right now. For $69, uh, you can get get, um, access to Dave, basically. Um, (laughs) And actually... That sounds so sad to the person (laughs) on the other end. No, but actually, Amanda said, you know, of course, I wrote to her when we got the the subscription, and I was like, hey, you know, you can ask questions, and Dave will read them in voices, or, like, he'll he'll write you some poetry or whatever. And she was like, honestly, I don't want any of that. She's like, I just... Love the show, and I thought it was so funny that you guys had this like level that was sixty nine dollars, and I just had to do it. So, hmm. Amanda, thank you so much. We, um, I actually, I got the notification about it um, <laughs> when I was at the gym, and I like took a screenshot and I texted Dave 
from the, I was so excited I couldn't even wait I texted Dave from the treadmill and and he and I had like a, a big old freak out that that someone was being such a generous sponsor so thank you thank you Amanda we, we really appreciate it and it's been fun corresponding with you for the past uh, couple of weeks that we've been chatting over email anyway let us move on we have um, a, a thematic episode for this week next week we're going to do one of those grab bags um, always good to grab the bag. Yeah, love the love the grab bag. Um, only because I feel like the in the past couple, like for the past six weeks or so, it's been really, really thematic. Um, in terms of like a place and time, we've done a lot of holiday stuff, and then I did like New Year, New You last week, and this week we're going to talk all about floors for reasons that I'm going to get into in a second. So because I thought the grab bag would shake things up a little bit. Right, floors make sense because when Donald Trump's inaugurated, you're going to vomit on your floor <laughs> cry on your floor maybe even bleed a little bit maybe. so how do you how do you maybe, clean that up maybe 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 listen i'm i'm trying to make the best of this this is of this world that we live in so no i'm not going to get down on my floor and cry and vomit i'm going to keep keep on keep it on with my life there you um go. okay so let's let me let me talk to you a little bit about the, the thing with the, the floors uh floor cleaning not the sexiest topic well, it depends on what you're wearing while you're down there. I mean, you know, if you got like a tight little thing on. That could be. Yeah, you could make it sexy. You Anything could make it sexy. can be sexy. <laughs> Anything could be really sexy. Yeah, this is true. Um, but here, but here's the thing about it. It's it's a topic that people ask me about all the time. Everyone's got floors. Everyone's sure. got floors and cleaning the floors is a is a it's just a bear of a chore kind of no matter what which way you cut it and there are all different flooring types and it can get confusing and there are all these rules about like don't use this on wood but do use this on tile and blah, blah, blah. so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to break some of that down today here's the other thing I'm so grateful that I have this show because I'm now at a point where the places where my regular columns are running are not going to let me write about washing the floor why it, they know who you are. They do know who I am, but they also know who they are. And um, you know, unfortunately, I I don't have I have I have a lot of editorial freedom at Esquire, um, in terms of them not editing my voice and letting me be Jolie and blah blah blah. But it is I'm a little bit more hemmed in on the topics I can cover. So like. The, the like kitchen stuff, floor stuff, that kind of stuff, it just doesn't do well. And my editor can't kind of like just be like, yeah, just we'll, we'll, we'll take the L on that column. Like we can't, <laughs> we can't do it. Whereas like at Deadspin, they were willing to take an L on anything because it was just a different hmm. editorial ethos that like for them, they felt like, Jolie, if you've got, if you, if you write a post about pit stains and it does a half a million page views i still say page views because i'm an old person i know I'm, I'm supposed to say concurrence or whatever um but you know what i mean when i say that um they're like that makes up for the fact that if if one week you want to write this like esoteric post about cleaning a sooty fireplace which i did and you know 10 people read it we're okay with that because you brought in a half a million people to read about pit stains so like exactly. it's, it's just a, it was just a different editorial ethos there and and it's that's also okay like right. like esquire's big media you know and i have the show where i can talk about all of that other stuff so that's what we're going to do today let's do it all right so here's the thing today's show we're going to focus mostly on um well first we've got a disaster story which i'm very excited about mm. um and then but then we're going to focus mostly on tile I'm going to owe you guys other shows on this topic. So 
don't fret if I don't get to your floor cleaning question. Just shoot me an email, say like, hey, could you cover this on the podcast? And we'll do, we'll do a few more floor cleaning episodes throughout this year. Um, okay, on that note, mm-hmm. let us start with our question. I started with a disaster question. It is a disaster because is. based on the phrasing of this, I thought her mom was hurt in the accident <laughs> the way it starts. <laughs> but it's not. Just know that, know that off the bat. Okay, Sarah writes, over the holidays, my mother dropped and broke a glass bottle of olive oil. So the olive oil bottle fell, not not the mom. Oh, you thought the mom it's, like it says my mother dropped and rolled. It says over the holidays my mother dropped. I'm like, "Oh my god, is she okay?" <laughs> there was bone and everything everywhere. It was horrible. Broken glass and about a quart of olive oil went all over the kitchen. Oh god. This was a this was a puzzler because I would usually pick up the worst of the glass before trying to clean up the spill, but with the olive oil making the kitchen tile slippery, we couldn't get to a lot of it. I ended up sweeping up the glass despite the oil and throwing out the broom. <laughs> then I mopped with hot water and dish soap. Then went over... Th- Actually, the olive oil is probably a nice smell to have in your apartment. It's not the worst thing to have there. No, it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, then I mopped up with hot water and dish soap. Then went over the tile with a glass cleaner and a rag to clean up the last of the oil residue. What would you have done? Is there a capital clean, capital person trick that I didn't think of? Thanks. Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, I think that what Sarah did was, was pretty good. Um, I would have moved out. The second I drop a glass <laughs> thing in my kitchen, that's it. I'm looking for a new place because you're going to step in it six months later and you're going to be super mad and you're just going to wish you had moved anyway. So, No, don't don't, don't move out of the house. Um, listen, I actually, I, I do think what Sarah did was, was pretty good. Well, look, it worked. She cleaned up the mess. She lost a broom. But, I mean, brooms are pretty easy to replace. And, frankly, they're, they're probably one of those things that we're not replacing often enough. Yeah, you know, um, I've the same problem. Like yeah, <laughs> like if, you, if you stop and think about it for a second, you're like, hmm, hmm, when did I buy that broom? Why didn't mom um, clean this up, by the way? She thinks she is coming over to this, this person's place, dropping the bottle, and you, you clean it up. Sorry, guys. I'm just, I'm just I mean, listen, mothers and daughters are a whole other show. <laughs> I, we don't, we don't want to get into that. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I do think she did, I, I think that was a, a great approach, but there is a trick. There is a trick. It's, it's a weird one, um, and this and it's in my book. And I should say, shameless plug time for the book. If you're having floor cleaning woes, and you're looking online for my columns on the subject, there are floor cleaning columns on the subject. But the best thing to do is actually to go buy the book because there's something like 13 pages about floor care, and it goes into like every different kind of floor: wood floor, tile floor, laminate floor, blah blah blah, blah natural stone. What to use, what not to use, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So um, that that's a great resource, but also you can you can find columns for free online, or you can email me. So here's the trick, and it's in the book. The trick for picking up glass is to use sliced bread. Sliced bread. What? Yeah, it's a weird thing. It it works because it's sort of like porous. It, but it w- it's huh. thick enough to protect your hands that it will pick up shards of glass. So I'm um, guessing you lightly dab. You don't like, you know what I mean? Like you don't like clean like you would if it was like a washcloth because it's going to go through the, the bread. I mean, you you can, yeah. I mean, you right. can kind of do a, a circular motion to pick up. Be be gentle. Don't press down so hard. Right. right. Yeah, because if you press down and a shard goes through. Don't want us to get sued here. Is all I'm no, 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 no. Don't get sued. <laughs> um so yeah, use bread. And the thing is about using bread in this particular scenario is that it would also absorb a lot of the oil. And it would and it would solve the issue of like what do we use to pick this up that then wouldn't have to be thrown out because it's going to be covered in oil. 
So that's the that's the trick. Um, there's a similar trick. I don't think in this situation it would be the best. I think the bread is better than this one. But similarly, you can use a, a potato, like cut side of a potato. Um, hmm. That will also work for shards. Yeah, weird, weird things. So if if I, if this were me, so Sarah asked, like, what, you know, WWJD, what would Jolie do? Of course. And um, so here here's what I would do. I would, I would get the sliced bread and I would pick up as much of the shards and oil as I could using the bread. Um, I would wear gloves while I was doing that just out of an abundance of caution. Um, now, like rubber cleaning gloves are are okay but ideally if you have something thicker like a working a work glove like a gardening glove or that something that's going to be a little bit more protective in case a shard does poke through Mm -hmm. um i would i would wear gloves um and then after i got up most of the shards with the bread i would probably grab paper towels or newspapers um and and use those to sop up as much of the oil again using the gloves to ensure that if there are any shards still lingering, you've still got a layer of protection for your hands. Um, and then once I got up as much of the oil and the shards as I could, I would then mop uh, using ammonia solution. So they use dish soap, which is which is good. Um, but when you're talking about that much oil, you may want a stronger product. If you object to the use of ammonia, that's fine. D- the dish soap will, will work. Um, one thing to do there, so there's, there are two different kinds of ammonia that you can get. You can get straight ammonia or you can get what's called sudsy ammonia. And sudsy ammonia is essentially just sudsy ammonia that has dish soap, basically dish soap in it. Um, so you can make your own by adding dish soap to ammonia. Uh, you always want to dilute ammonia in water. The, the way to do that is to fill whatever receptacle you're using for the, the solution with the water first and then add the ammonia. Oftentimes people think, oh, I put the ammonia in first and then dilute it with the water. You don't want to do that because it's like a, it creates like a fume and a splash back problem. <laughs> um, you know, remember, the ammonia is like a fairly serious chemical. Right. Um, so you do, you want to use caution when you work with it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't work with it. You just want to use caution. Um, one of the other things you need to do with ammonia, it's really important, is open the windows because it does, it does create fumes. Um, and, and you, and you will get, Hi. Now I like the smell of ammonia, but I still open the windows because it's like it's an important health thing. Yeah. Um, you should also always wear gloves with ammonia. Always wear gloves, right? Because you don't really want it coming in contact with your with your hands for that like extended period of time. And of course, the the most important rule of ammonia. Do you do you know the ammonia rule yet? Have I said it enough on this show with you? I don't think I I think I've said it only once. Right. It's um it's ammonia first. Then you eat. Don't, then you'll never be sick from the amount. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> That's what you're not the about. ammonia rule. A before M. No, the ammonia rule is that you never mix ammonia with bleach. I, I, I would never think to do that. You would never think to mix them. I mean, I mean, a lot of uh, people just think that like the more the more cleaning products, the better. And how, like, I feel like it's how you make meth. It's pretty close, actually. Yeah, it's how like, it's how you make mustard gas. So it it is really, really important. You guys have kids. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Now I'm a little bit worried about the information I'm spreading on this podcast. Um, Don't make any joke. Don't make any jokes. Don't don't get the government after me. No. Um, Okay. So here's the thing. 
you you have to be super careful. The chemical reaction between bleach and ammonia, and this includes products that contain bleach. So check your ingredient list. Don't go willy-nilly mixing cleaning products as a, as a general life rule. Um, <laughs> now but, I want to do it because you told me I shouldn't do it. Yeah, but the combination of the two will, will create, essentially it will create ga- you know, a, a fumes, gases, um, and that's and that's mustard gas. So don't you you can literally die from that. So really don't don't fool around with it. Um, okay, so that is that is my spiel on what Jolie would have done. Um, Sarah, I'm sorry. That is a that is a wicked bummer that that happened. But I would also say that I never buy glass bottles of olive oil for exactly that reason. But I was going to say a pro tip from Dave. Once you've um, sopped up the olive oil in the glass with the bread, pick the glass out of the bread and eat it. It's delicious. Don't do that. Pick the glass out. Don't. It's, don't. It's, don't. And you don't want to waste that bread and no. olive oil. Don't. Just saying. Consider it. Don't do it. <laughs> Let's move on to our, our, our next question. Oh, the next question. Hi, Eleanor. What do you have to say to us? Oh, well, I have been very neglectful of, floor, of the floors of my new house. The old place was wood and linoleum. The new place is a laminate and tile. And try to get in the swing of things with your handsies and kneesies techniques. Hansies. <laughs> Sorry, it's awfully uh, close to something else. s <laughs> <laughs> and is saving it. Uh, I read your old guide on, on the hairpin, and you recommended, quote, pouring cleaning solution and letting it sit for tile. And despite my best efforts, I ended up spattering cleaning solution all over the kitchen cabinets, creating a giant puddle that had to be soaked up with a towel and somehow still leaving some very visibly dirty spots bone dry. Can you give any tactical advice about what <laughs> what you meant by, quote, poor? <laughs> That's like the pores in quotes. Yeah. Poor? I've, I've got to get to the bathrooms and entryway at some point. Okay. Jolie to explain tile cleaning. You're not supposed to read that <laughs> <laughs> part in our show notes. That's what's going on. Breakout show. This is. <laughs> oh, I thought that she wasn't. Well, she didn't really sign off and say thanks or anything, so I thought no. maybe that was her. Okay. That didn't great. Eleanor didn't say thanks. <laughs> Gimme, 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 Eleanor um, says. No, 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 no. Okay, so um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain this. We're gonna we're gonna take a break before I get into it because this is about about break time. But, but first, but first, I want to say this is actually why I think it's so helpful to have the podcast as a companion to the written stuff because a lot of times, look, I know I was very clear in the hairpin post, and I know I was very clear in my book, especially in my book because I have an editor who, you know, was like reading everything for clarity and asking questions and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's still, the, the written word is still open to interpretation. And, and I, there, there's actually, a, there's a, a detail that Eleanor just missed in the, in the description. And so um, I'm glad that we have the show because I can explain it in words. And if I'm not making sense, Dave is here to be like, Jolie, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so, but, but before I get into it, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. And then Dave and I will be right back to answer Eleanor's question and talk a little bit more about ways to clean the floors. This is Ask It the Person with the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care. We've been talking about your floors. We've been we've been mopping the floors with you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, you know what? One of my favorite things in sports is um, in basketball, and they smack the floor. No, in basketball, when the little mop boys come out. Oh. I love. Remember, there was the one who did the little dance, and do you remember that? It was later last year or the year before. It was like a mop boy. I forget. There was some performer, maybe Ariana Grande or someone, and he like the mop boy came out and like did a little dance with her. And then it turned out that it was all planned. Oh yeah, all that stuff is always anything you see in arena that's cool. Like those proposals that are like where the girl turns him down or whatever. Oh, Dave, I I I love a stadium proposal. I love a jumbotown proposal. Have you seen the fake ones? I am like no, and so I don't I don't want to have my hope crushed. No, but like it's like they they do like you know um actually it's not proposals. It's like a guy kisses a girl. Guy kisses is a girl guy kisses a girl and they cut to one where it's like a super hot girl and like this kind of like mediocre guy and like every time you see that it's like this stage thing where like he tries to kiss her and she's like "Eh," and then she pours a soda on his head and everyone's like oh my god it's always actors it's always like people from like an improv troupe or something every time it's just the Mets do it don't don't ruin the stadium proposal. No, but the, but the proposals. Proposal. I'm, I'm team proposal as well. People that get mad about that drive me nuts. Yeah, you know? me too. All right, well. We, Another show. That, that's, a, that's a good bonus episode rant. We should remember that. All right, well, we got to <laughs> talk about floor. So we've we got a lot of floor cleaning stuff to go to. All right. Okay, so let me let me explain um, to Eleanor and to all of you. I'm actually going to back up a little bit because Eleanor is one step ahead having read the post on the hairpin. Um so let me talk to you. This is specifically for tile. It's excellent for getting grout clean because cleaning grout is just a total pain in the butt. Um, I will also mention that one of my former colleagues um, emailed me one day. This is a couple years ago. And he and he was like, or no, he slacked me. So Slack, thing. yeah. And he was like, you are my wife's favorite person in the world. And I was like, oh, what, what ha- whatever have I done? And oh, they, me, <laughs> and they had, um, they had gotten a copy of my book and she had used this technique on their tile. They have a lot of tile floor. They live in Florida. Um, and she had used this technique and apparently it was like the first time that the floors ever were like up to her cleanliness standards and it was so easy for her and she was just beside herself and she was so excited. So here's what the technique is. You're going to use oxygen bleach, mm. oxygenated bleach. So you can use o- powdered OxyClean or you can use any one of the other many, many powdered oxygen bleach products that are on the market. There are like 30 different brands that make this. So, mm. and any one of them is fine. And you're going to make a solution out of that by diluting it in warm to hot water. You do need to use the warm to hot water just to dilute the powder. You, there, it's, it's not for any other reason other than just for, for 
efficacy of dilution. Ooh, um, yeah, that was good, right? Mm-hmm. I just pulled that one dilution. right out. That should be the name of like a. That wasn't podcast. even in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the efficacy of dilution. Yeah, that would be a good for something. It's a bad know. name, Dave. When you when you have your seventeenth podcast, you can you can use that <laughs> name, Dave. Um, <laughs> okay, so you're gonna mix the solution. Basically, use like one one to two big scoops to a gallon of water. This is not like you don't need to be overly precious about the ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you are going to pour it on the floor. But here is what I mean when I say pour it on the floor. You're going to work in sections, okay? And you, it, it, it is imp- important. Actually, it's crucial. Mm. <laughs> crucial. Crucial. With this particular technique to work from the back corner of the room towards the door. Because when you finish, you will not be able to walk across the floor. Right. Okay. So starting in the, in the farthest corner and working in sections, you're going to pour the solution in kind of an S-shape formation, okay? Don't flood the floor. Use good judgment. Then you're going to take a scrub brush. So here are, the, here are the tools that you need for this operation. You need oxygenated bleach. You need water. You need a bucket in which to mix up that solution. You need a scrub brush. And you need a rag or a sponge. So that's all. This isn't. This is not high tech at all. Um, okay. So we work in section. You pour your solution on in an S shape, and then you're going to take your scrub brush, and you're going to do a very quick like mm-hmm. pass. Of course. And the during that pass. during that pass, what you're going to do is you're going to put the brush down in the solution, and you're going to spread the solution out in so that it covers that whole section you're working on. And then you're going to move to the next section. You pour in an S shape. Work it out. The, when I say scrub, this is not a heavy-duty scrub. You, this is a very quick ch-ch-ch mm. because basically all that you're doing is spreading the solution and doing a little quick working in to the grout with the scrub brush. But you're not doing a full scrub. You should not be sweating, okay? And your arm <laughs> and your and your arms should not hurt. This is not a heavy-duty elbow grease scrub the floor operation. But you have to scrub, Ed- so you you don't want no scrub. It- <sighs> Scrub is a thing that'll get your apartment clean. The woman who wrote that song is one of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Your favorite. Wait, is she? Yes, she is. Okay, so we we have today we're recording two episodes, and so we're doing two (laughs) different bonus episodes, and one of them we're going to talk more about Bravo. So get excited for that. This is Dave's favorite thing in the world. I'm going to talk to you about yes, I'm going to talk to you about Candy Barras. Yes. Um, Okay. So so then do that for all the sections, working out towards the door, and then walk away. So by, the, by this point, your floor should be quite wet, but not flooded. Sure. Don't flood the house. Yeah, right. use good judgment. But it should be quite wet, like that no one would want to walk across it. Um, and so then, then you leave, leave the room because you can't walk across it because it's quite wet. Okay. And leave it for 20 to 30 minutes. Is it still wet when you get back in there? It's still going to be pretty wet when you get back in there. But here's why you're leaving it. You're letting the product do the work for you. Okay. Okay. So if you you just immediately put the solution down and started scrubbing, you would be scrubbing for for 20 to 30 minutes. You don't need to do that. And actually, it's less effective than it is to just walk away, let the solution sit on the tile and the grout for 20 to 30 minutes. Hmm. After that time is up, you're going to go back in. Again, now you're going to have your scrub brush and you're going to have... 
a dry rag or a, or a sponge. A rag is probably the easiest thing to do just because you can cover a lot more area. Um, and if it's, if it's quite a large expanse, you may need more than one rag. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go in and you're going to work in the opposite direction. So starting at the doorway, you are going to take your scrub brush. And here is where you are going to do a, a heavy-duty scrub. Now, don't, don't knock yourself out with this because the, the product has done a lot of the work for you. But get in there and give it a good, like, get all that grout, right. you know, with your ch ch ch, -ch. And then, again, you're working in sections here. As you, as you go through with your scrub brush and you're doing your ch-ch-ch, then go over the area with your dry rag and dry it off. And mm -hmm. that's going to get the water up. Okay. And, then you, and then you keep working towards the back of the room. By the time that you're at the back, your floor is going to have been given a, a fairly good scrub with the brush. It's going to be dried. And you'll be good to go. Now, here's the thing. You're going to look at it and you're going to go, hmm, but this doesn't look quite as good as I thought it would. The grout needs to dry. So wet grout will darken just by, by dint of the, the water darkening the grout. And, it's, and, and wet grout will look dingy. But when it dries, oh, when it dries. Okay. So when it dries, you might actually cry. So to recap. Yes. Don't do anything while it's dry. Get it wet. After you get it wet, let it stay wet for a while. Yes. And then after it's to the perfect wetness, you go back in there and you work on it. That's what you're saying. Yes. It's, yes. Okay. I, I, that sounds right. What you're implying is yes and correct. That sounds Indeed. correct. It's just like sex. Cleaning the floor is Wait. just like sex. Whoa. I wasn't saying, I wasn't <laughs> saying that at all. What, what kind of a sick mind do you have? I was just trying to recap it in bullet points. Jesus. Um, there are kids listening to okay. this. <laughs> oh, God. Probably not. Uh, probably not. No. Um, okay. So, so it's pretty easy, but... But I, but I also can totally understand how, you know, sort of reading this on a website and in, in, a, in a rather long column that the, the actual process, the specifics of the process can be a little bit confusing. So there you go. I hope, Eleanor, that that was helpful for you. Ella, I hope that Ella, was, Ella, I hope that was, no, 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 uh, uh. <laughs> I hope that was helpful for everybody else listening. <laughs> um, I will say I do hear from people often who have tried this and it the just r r rave rave reviews for the technique. Um, so listen, before we wrap this baby up for the day, uh, I want to talk about some general floor cleaning stuff. Okay. Um, and then and I and we and we are gonna we're gonna owe you episodes on on hardwoods and and we got to do a whole nother vacuum episode and the, we we got we got a lot to talk about when it comes to your floors. Um, so remember, send your questions joliecare gmail .com, or tweet them at me at joliecare on Twitter. Um, and uh, and we'll and we'll get to some 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 specifics. But here are some general things. So let's let's talk about let's talk about mops. Let's talk about mops. Let's talk about mops, baby. baby. Let's yeah. talk about wringing them out. I don't love mops. I'm not a really huge fan or or or, or detractor. I, I, uh, they're okay. Yeah. So there there are times and situations in which a mop is necessary. And if you like a mop, stick with the mop. I don't like a mop for two reasons. One, I find mopping the act of mopping to be incredibly uncomfortable and awkward and hmm. i i just i just don't like it i just don't it just doesn't feel like 
I feel like the mop gets dirty too quickly. Then there's the issue of right. the of the filth factor. Yeah. First of all, you have to change your mop water frequently. Otherwise, you're just mopping your floors <laughs> right. with dirty water. It's like taking a bath. Like it's gross. You're just kind of simmering in your own your own filth with a with a mop. You're just dipping it into different kind of filth and running it all over your floors. Yeah, it's not. It's it, and then and then you have to dump the mop water, and that's a whole gross thing. And then the mop head has to be cleaned, and that's a whole gross thing. And, and 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 no Swiffers. What do you mean no Swiffers? You don't like Swiffers? No, I don't either? like Swiffers. No, I don't like Swiffers. Oh, so no. You know I don't like Swiffers. I Swiffer, I, Swiffers are free. I don't like them. Okay, so I so I don't love I don't love mops, and I and I especially do not love those like training wheel mops like Swiffers because I feel like the problem of a regular mop is not solved by the Swiffer mop and the Swiffer mop actually isn't even that good and then on top of it it's expensive and wasteful and I just don't like them um I sort of have this other thing that that I think that those products I call them like the shortcut products. I think they engender lazy cleaning. Hell yeah. And but but here but here's what I mean by lazy cleaning. It's like you buy one and then you don't use it often enough. And I don't know, it just all and I just don't like them. I just don't like them. I've d- I've done a whole episode on why I hate sweatfur, so if if you guys are really intrigued um, by, by my disdain, you can go find it. It's, <laughs> the the episode title is Stop Swiffering. So it's it's pretty easy to find that one. Um uh, okay, let me also talk about steam mops. Steam mops. Oh, God, I have such feelings about them. Here's the thing about steam mops. I talked to the people at the Sweet Home last year. They were doing a guide to steam mops. You should check that out if you're, if you're curious about steam mops and if they're right for you. Read that guide because it's a very thoughtful analysis um, of the steam mop as a product and then about specific steam mops and how, how good they are. So I, I I worked with Kevin Purdy, um, who who works at the Sweet Home. I, I talked to him just as an as an expert, just to give my opinion about steam ups in general. And the first thing that I said to him was, I want steam ups to be magic, and they just aren't. And when I said that to him, he he gasped and he said, Jolie, <laughs> you have just said exactly the perfect thing about steam mops that is exactly the problem is that we we want them to to create this miracle of cleaning um in which you know just just mere hot water and 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 the and the right scrubbing pad is all you need to have you know brightly shining floors here's the thing i've used steam mops um i've i've tested them for product testing (laughs) and i just did a product test on a steam mop Literally last week, I, I turned in the, my product testing notes on January 2nd. So I, I just finished going through one of these routines. Um, and I can tell you, they're just not magic. And That's a high bar to set, though, just because it's not magic. Like, but but here's the thing if I'm you're gonna magic, but if I mean, but that's, whoa, 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 that's you, but also but you, you have to let me finish this whole spiel because i do i am i'm like working up to a point here's the thing about the steam ups first of all they're not magic they are awkward to use so this the one that i tested this year was an upgrade model to one that i tested last year the the last model was the shark pocket and this year's model is called the Shark Genius. The Shark Genius actually was was more awkward to use than the than the first model I tested. 
Um, but it was very awkward. The cord was tangled all around. It didn't glide across the floor. I constantly had to be refilling the chamber. It was very hot. The steam is coming up towards your face. That sounds great. Um, so, yeah, I guess I got a little facial out of it. But, um, you know, they're, they're just not that great. The pad is gross. You, you, have to, you have to touch the dirt. Even though the shark genius, in theory, you, you are not supposed to have to touch the pad. You always do. Um, it's the same thing as the mop head. You have to launder it. Um, they're also not very good for a lot of floor types. They particularly should not be used on, on wood floors because they can cause um, warping and, and splitting and buckling of the floorboards. They're also not inexpensive. So I, I think I looked up the, the list price for the, the Shark Genius that I tested. Let me and guess. Let me guess. Okay. Forty nine ninety nine. No. It was like a hundred forty nine ninety nine. It was it, it yeah it was about a, it was about a hundred and thirty dollars. Wow. Yeah, it was expensive. Um, which huh. leads me into the next thing, the next sort of line of mops that I want to talk about, which are robot mops. Oh, that, those sound awesome. Okay, now here I'm going to tell you, I have an iRobot Brava Jet, which is a robot mop. It was introduced by iRobot. The iRobot is the company that makes the Roomba. It's just going to say it's like a vacuum cleaner, but just, just for mopping. Basically. But it's a mop. Right. Yeah. It doesn't vacuum. It only, it only mops. But it's from the same company that makes the Roomba. I last, so in the name of disclosure, last year I, one, got to see a preview, a press preview of the product um, that, a, that a lot of other people didn't get to see because the iRobot people trust me. And so that was kind of nice and flattering that they like trusted me with the embargo and like <laughs> actually, but they like brought me into their office in New York and they let me play with it and they like let me spill stuff all over the place. Oh, and, awesome. um, and it was really fun and it was a very cool product and I was really excited about it. So it was launched in the spring. They sent me a press model. So I have one that was given to me gratis by iRobot, which I'm, I want to say in the name of disclosure, um, because I'm going to say some good things about it, and I want you to know that it was a freebie. But they didn't pay me to say any of this. Um, so here is the thing. The thing that I love the most about the, the iRobot mop, the Brava, is the price point. Even though I didn't pay for it, I hmm. love the price point. Here's why. Because I would have paid for it. It's $199. Oh, wow. I wasn't going to guess that. So for, for, what, $70 more? Then the steam mop that you have to plug in and the, and push around and change the pads and change the water and and get hot and sweaty because there's steam all over the place and that doesn't actually work that well and then you have to touch the gross dirty pad and launder it. Why wouldn't you just get the robot that does it for you? You push a button and it goes. But it works really well. It works. <laughs> it doesn't work really well. But neither does the steam mop. Neither does me. Neither does you. Right. Why should I set the bar higher for a robot? Than right. I do for so, so here's the thing: it it is it it is not um, it it does not take the place of the things the thing that I'm about to talk about next, which many of you are just not going to do, and that is okay. That is really okay. It 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 is it is a a, a machine that is best used frequently in order to have truly clean floors. But it does but it does work. I mean, it does get the floors clean, for sure. Um, and it's very easy to use because you push a button and it goes and it does it for you. And, and that, um, I mean, I'm willing to say it's good enough. Okay. And, and I, I mean, look, I'm a, I'm a 
stickler about my floor. So if I'm willing to say it's good enough just because of the ease of use, that's a lot. Here's the best thing. The best way to get the floors clean, and it is not actually as bad as it sounds. It's going to sound bad. Dave, you're going to go nuts when mm -hmm. you hear this. You're going to be like, absolutely not. There's no way. Let's see. Which is what everybody says, and then they try it. The actual best way to clean the floor is to just get down on your damn hands and knees and clean the floor on your hands and knees. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Oh, thanks, Dave. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for not going in on me well, on that no, one. No, because like it's true though, because like there's corners and there's all these stuff you have exactly. to like really put some elbow grease in this sometimes. So yeah. Like, yeah. You and you know what? It actually I have to say, so the first time someone suggested to me and this is in my book, like I talk about how I was like, Absolutely not, I'm not getting down my hands and knees and cleaning my floor. Are you crazy? My best friend is the one who started this. Um and you guys, I'm going. I'm going to visit. When I was talking about the LA trip, I'm going to visit my best friend. That's what the LA trip is in in honor of. Um, I bought him at his request for his wedding present. I bought him a, a carpet cleaning machine. And so when I'm out there, we're gonna. And he and he got some. Uh, he has all of these machines now. Um, and so when we're out there, we're gonna like play with this carpet cleaning machine and take video and stuff so you can all look forward to that okay so anyway matt is <laughs> matt's the one who got me into the, the hands and knees and i was like you gotta be out of your mind i'm not gonna do that and then i tried it and i was like first of all this is not as bad as i thought it was gonna be it actually didn't take that much more time than mopping and it actually didn't take that much more effort either it was just a different kind of effort so that's the one thing I'll say about the hands and knees. The other things I'm going to say about the hands and knees is that it truly is the best way to get the floor clean. And I hear from people all the time. My favorite thing is when people tweet at me about their first. So handsies and kneesies, which what <laughs> as Eleanor said, that's my term. So that's like I started using that term at the hairpin and that's in the book and it's like carried on. And so people tweet at me and they're like, Finally tried at Jolie Care's handsies and kneesies techniques, and God damn it, she was right. Like they're always, they're always so peevish with me about the fact that it's so good because you don't want to have to get that on your hands and knees. But then the first time you do it, you realize like, oh, this is better. And actually, also, it's not all that horrible. Mm -hmm. So, but with that said, if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, there's no way I'm ever going to do it, no problem. That's why I go through all of the other options that are out there because that's I get it. I totally get it. Um, okay, so listen, before before we wrap this up, let's talk about two sort of like general floor cleaning things. We're going to go into those in way more detail in future episodes. But it is a good idea to have a good vacuum. You don't necessarily need to have an expensive vacuum. Um, and in fact, the Sweet Home, again, so I, I really rely on the Sweet Home um, for a because they, they, they're the best product recommendation people in the business as far as I'm concerned um, they have a great guide that they just updated to vacuums um, and they have several sub $200 options that are very good and in fact as so I was as I was saying that I didn't love the shark um, steam mop which actually isn't isn't specific to shark I just don't generally don't like steam mops it just happens to be that the ones that I've tested in the past two years have been shark models um, but shark actually has a great low-priced vacuum I think it's about $129 that's a great price for a vacuum um, it'll last you a good you know five to seven years which is a good lifespan for a vacuum of that price um, that's the sweet home recommendation and the last thing to mention is that spot treating so when you spill something on the floor 
you know, just getting a little all-purpose cleaner and a sponge or a rag or a paper towel and cleaning up is also a very, very good thing to do. It's a great way to sort of ex- extend the the time in between the getting down on the hands and knees. Um, <laughs> so. Can we talk about the restraint I've showed? Yeah. <laughs> between hands and knees and facials. <laughs> no, I, the facial, I was really waiting for that one. I mean, I, I don't want this to be an hour and 42-minute show. People got things to do. So I just figured, all right, I'll just let these go. <laughs> Thank you for that. I, I really admire your restraint. Um, and on that note, before he, before he cracks, um, I think this is a good time for us to sign off. Uh, so that'll do it for this episode of After the Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash and selecting one of the amazing rewards we're offering for our listeners. We would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thank you to you for joining us for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast.